the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Not sponsored by Panda Express. Just so but I can if tag they want them. to, just so I can tag them. We're we're, we're right. open to sponsorships. Not, not sponsored by Panda Express. Dot dot dot. Yet. <laughs> Tonight on Nerdables, Guardians of the Galaxy gets five credit scenes. Cloak and Dagger gets a uh, no fuck me. They get a fuck me. Gets a fuck me. Tonight on Nerd Rolls, Guardians of the Galaxy gets five credit scenes, Cloak and Dagger gets a freeform trailer, Fast 8 beats Star Wars, Avatar gets multiple sequels and release dates, DC Dark Matter, and will the looming writer's strike delay Walking Dead Season 8? Joining me are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. You missed the Marvel Legacy point. Oh, did I? I missed... Oh, what was Marvel, Marvel Legacy? We'll start with that. No, you won't. No, we won't? Okay. Nope. <laughs> we won't start with Marvel Legacy. Marvel Legacy. Um, so, there was a rumor going around that Guardians of the Galaxy was going to have five after-scene credits. There's a rumor going around that Guardians of the Galaxy was going to suck. <laughs> or five after-credit uh, scenes. Mm-hmm. And then... Let's talk about a different rumor first, because I think this would actually make you not go see the film. Uh, the rumor that Nathan Fillion is not in it. Well, no, he was cut out of it twice. <laughs> he says that his scene was cut. Twice. That's good stuff. Yeah. They, isn't he playing uh, Wonder Man? He's supposed to be playing Simon Williams, yeah. but according to... I hate this microphone so much. I thought I had it where it was working for you. Um, I can hear you fine. It was like a, a tweet or something that he put on there. It might be a joke, or it might be him wisecracking the fact that, yeah, he got cut out of it again. Because, yeah, he, but there was a scene with him, because they did show a picture of him with really long hair in this like almost... flying a ship, Yeah, it's he? like almost in like a Viking outfit flying a, a spaceship. I felt, when I saw it, I thought it was a, a take on um, Battlefield Earth. Yeah. So he, he kind of looked like the headdress that John Travolta wore in that, that terrible... Yeah, he had this really... You know, it almost looked like a, a lion mane of you know, oh, hair. Oh, he's an actor. So. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, it I may, mean, be, it may be a scene that they were shooting yeah. uh, from one of the films that he was supposed to be in. Or it may have even just been... Because there, there are supposed to be some, at least, uh, movie posters that you yeah. see, you know, uh, yeah. with him. But, yeah, apparently there were a couple scenes he got cut out of. I was just thinking... It'd be funny if they actually had Serenity in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you see the ship, yeah. the Firefly goodbye, and see Fox sue the hell out of it. <laughs> right. So if he's not in it, I mean, does that mean you're only going to go 15 times instead of 20? Well, I don't know. Miley Cyrus does the voice of a computer in it, so. Really? Oh, God, y'all. Oh, yeah. my God, y'all. You, get, you guys are like the Guardians of the Galaxy. You're Guardians oh of the Galaxy, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Did you see that fight? That came in like a wrecking ball. The premiere was, uh, what, last Thursday, Friday, something like that? Something like that. Yep. It was, and then uh, Chris Pratt got his star on the Walk of Fame. Gee, I wonder why. Last, it was a, yeah, it was Friday, Yeah, I think. So then the, the premiere was either Wednesday or Thursday, <clears throat> if I remember correctly. Um. No, but James Gunn came out and said that there are five scenes that will take place during the credits. 
I like Chris's comment. There's one for each character. I, I think I think there is. You, you think know? so? I really think that's what it will be. I, I think you could see at the end of the movie, the five of them split up, much like what happened in the comics when they got grounded after Civil War II, right. where Gamora, Groot, Rocket, Star-Lord, and Drax are all in five different places. I think Drax was still in... No, Drax was on Earth, too. So all of them are in, on Earth in all these different places. He was on Earth, And too. none of them... Yeah, he was on Earth, too. Uh, <laughs> none of them are talking to each other. Right. So you could see that here with having five scenes of what happens to these characters after the end if all five of them are in different places. As you, don't a possibility. Think, you don't think one would tie into Thor Ragnarok? No. Or into... into They've already War? had the tie into Thor Ragnarok. It was in Doctor Strange. Sure. Thor well, Ragnarok's so, yes. not going to be that big a movie, I don't think, to have Guardians attached to it, too. I'm sure one of them will have something to do with another stone. Yeah. Because that's really the well, next I thing. Mean, have but... you noticed that with... with... Thor and with Guardians, they both do that same Marvel Studios thing where it goes off into the purplish, uh, and they they both yeah, kind of have that that this, feel of a ones, yeah. of a nineties yeah, look more of, to it. The Thor thing is is the trailer was cut to remind people of the Guardians trailer because that worked. Right. Suicide Squad was the same thing. Suicide Squad trailer was the Guardians trailer. Sure. There's so many trailers now that are the original Guardians trailer. Right. I don't know if that means anything for the movie. I don't think Thor is going to be completely a we're going to do it exactly like they did guardians well, no, i mean i think it feels like that movie is going to be closer to the first thor movie in terms of a little bit more of a lighthearted sure. tone to a certain degree or at least some some inherent humor in it whatever but i the, i don't think the trailer has anything to do with the movie or to connect those two movies in any way i was wondering you know if if they're going to do that as a way to do more of the cosmic universe you know i think because purple, this was more of a cosmic film yeah but the thing is i think the purple is just the fact that there's a huge color scheme for it yes i mean we've already seen the not the beyonder what do i keep forgetting jeff goldblum's character the Grandmaster. uh grandmaster, grandmaster. yeah grandmaster uh, B. which speaking of that did you see the news why he's not blue because jeff goldblum's is is uh allergic to paint <laughs> no because he did he was a blue character in uh um earth yeah. girls are easy that's well, why he, you already have a bunch of blue characters you have space merle yeah you know, you don't need you don't need space moral. But that that was Pearl. the reason why they said that they that they chose not to Stores. put him as blue. I think it's more of a cop out that you know Jeff Goldblum said no, I don't want to be a. I don't even blue think it's character. Jeff Goldblum. It's I, fine, I think it's Marvel. Blue. I think it's Marvel Films going. We have a name ish actor in Jeff Goldblum. Don't yeah. paint him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Benicio be del Toro isn't like completely unrecognizable as the collector. Right, which, I mean, he, he has a collectorish look, but yeah, he doesn't but it's, have that. Yeah, but when he walks onto the screen, you're like, that's Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, that was the same thing that you guys talked about with Jennifer Lawrence and, uh, as Mystique. So yeah, well, especially in, in have, the yeah, second, in, in the, the in, um, well, even, no, uh, Days of Future Days of Future, yeah. Oh. She spends most of the film as Jennifer Lawrence. She did? Yeah. yeah. That was even I mean, even Even to go so far as when she's so. on when she's on the base, when she gets the mutants out, when she gets havoc and that team off the on the on the transport, mm-hmm. as she's walking away, dressed up as a army officer that has every reason to be on an army base in, in South Vietnam mm-hmm. under combat conditions, she transforms into Jennifer Lawrence yeah. <laughs> with with an army uniform. Which, if anybody sees her, goes, "You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> this is a combat yeah, yeah. post." At that women, time, there would be no women at it. Women like, were not in South Vietnam like that. No, you're not supposed to. But it's, we got to show you that Jennifer Lawrence yeah. is in it. I mean, she looked good. But, yeah, but, you know, but that on. was even after you know the first one where she did her whole thing with with Magneto of, no, I need to be, 
I, I need to be myself. I need to, I'm not Raven, I'm Mystique, you know, so I'm going to be blue. Yeah. You know, and but then again, she spends every moment of every next two movies as yeah. herself. No. Um so you, you think that the the five scenes are gonna be strictly one for each character? You wouldn't want, that would be my guess. You wouldn't want to see anything setting up. I don't want to see one way or the other. Because James Gunn said that. It, I'm not saying I want one or the other. My guess is that if there's five scenes, each one is going to deal with one of the specific characters. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Well, and he, may still set up stuff. Well, because he, he specifically movies. had said that this movie, and he was very adamant about this movie not having any ties to the overarching story that's going on through Marvel. Within the movie, he wanted to do he, he he actually he wanted to do it with the first Guardians, as to be more of their own standalone movies. It pretty much was besides mm-hmm. the stone. Right. I mean, it did. I mean, it, it had it had an element of Guardians. connecting it, but this one is supposed to just be a Guardians movie. That's why I think that well, the ones with the stones originally, it's the stone, but like Th- uh, Thor: Dark World has a stone, but you don't know what it is until right. the end. You don't know what it is until they hand it to into the collector. Yes. Um, the the ether or whatever it was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. The stone is the MacGuffin. As a fan, you knew that it was probably going to have something to do with the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, but you and, do and get Thanos, more. But you don't. But there's nothing in the movie that where they're going. Oh my God! This is one of the stones. No, they do. The collector does. He he tells them about the five Infinity Stones, and uh, oh, that's right. He, and when they opened it up, when they opened the orb up, they, he tells them, this is the first time really within the Marvel Universe, you find out that these are all Infinity Stones. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Well, I know they use it. I forgot that it was mentioned as it was as, as an Infinity Stone. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've only seen it once. Because, I mean, this was, cause this was before... I was going to see it more, but every time I was going to, it got sucked out and went to Rich. <laughs> like, the energy to go see it. Like, I'm going to go see it. Was Guardians, was Guardians before uh, Avengers 2? Or after? I think it was after. I thought it was before. Wasn't it? No. Because... Uh, Ant- no, it wasn't Ant-Man was after Ant-Man, Ultron, wasn't it? Okay, so then yeah. Guardians was in the summer of Ant-Man. No. Ant-Man was the second summer film after Avengers 2. The, Ant-Man was in July. Ant-Man Guardians, was August. No. July, August, whatever. Because Ar- Guardians was in August. Yeah. But I, I can't remember now. I think what we need is a list, and you need to put it on that fucking corkboard so that every time <laughs> I know, right? we Guardians just turn around. was 2014. Uh, Age of Ultron was 2015. Okay, so yeah. this, was, this was the first real introduction to what these stones do and that they all connect together. Be, then you get the next thing with Thor with the whole vision right thing also in Age of Ultron was Thor the was Thor the fall of that year no 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 Thor 2014 no that was no, before that no it was before but what I'm saying is you, they take Thor, Thor with the ether was the second stone that you knew about and they when it was the they, first time it was referred to as an infinity stone right they took it to the collector and the collector because the collector says said, one, one infinity stone to rule them all no yeah. no <laughs> Five Sif, to go. Sif says here we got you're going to keep. Yeah, this. remember when when the collector puts it in the thing, he right. says one stone, one stone down, five to go. Or yes, whatever. and he and and Sif mentions we can't have two infinity stones in this, you know, in the vault at Asgard, but you really had not learned. <gasps> the collector is Snoke. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh God! In my head, it was something like, uh, "Watch the collector be the bad guy of." The Infinity War one and two, 
that he's <laughs> pulling Thanos' strings to collect all of them in order to steal them from Thanos. Because he's, he, he's not going to get them on his own. Because yeah. he wouldn't... He like, doesn't strike me as the type of character that would invade Asgard in order to collect a stone. Right. And also put himself up against the Avengers to collect two others or whatever they're on holding on to. So if he's manipulating Thanos to get the stones and then just takes them from Thanos. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um, Plot twist. <laughs> the Russo brothers are listening going, oh shit. Oh god, we, we, we right. <laughs> but yeah, but we'd like to think that dork on the, the Nerdables podcast. Russo brothers have delayed the, the premiere of Avengers 1 and 2. Digital rewrites. Hello? Avengers 3 Hi, Russo brothers. Hello. How can I help you? Oh. Yeah, I'll be right there. See you later, guys. I'm writing Avengers 4 and 5. Or 3 and 4. No, but I mean... You would think, but that, didn't they say something about this? The Guardians movie is supposed to set up what happens after. Yes, well, that, that was kind of it. They they wanted the Guardians movie to be its own standalone within the movie, so that's why I'm thinking that the reason we have so many mid after scene credits, whatever you want to call it, is to set up the other films. Well, yeah, that's what all the other ones do. Sure, well, to a degree. I mean, you you the last Guardians you could say was kind of a set up to the the Infinity War to the Infinity Gauntlet. Well maybe it's just a what was the after for credit the scene? next the Thanos credit. Uh, the after scene credit was the the collector sitting there in the in his That's right. Because oh. yeah the collector's thing You see out, Cosmo right? go through and then he's there with uh, Howard the Duck. Well I mean the, the early ones the the, the Thor scene that the hammer has nothing to do with the film that's in it. Correct. It was simply to set up those to... those last scenes Iron Man was connected to Iron Man to talk about Avengers. Yes. But after that, all the scenes were, here's the next kind of film. Right. Or whatever. And, or or films later, because Cap's when he wakes up or whatever. Yes. And you're like, oh, okay, well, I know where we're going to see that. Which, I mean, all of this. Wasn't, isn't, isn't the after credit scene in the first Cap him punching the bag? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, and Sam Jackson walks in and says, hey, Cap, I got a, you know, yeah, I got a mission for Basically Avengers. You. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, whatever... So, Hulk... I think Hulk has the hammer, right? No. Hulk... Uh, Iron Man has the hammer. Is it Iron Man 2 has the hammer? Before... No, Iron Man 2 wasn't before Thor. No, Iron Man 1 has the hammer. Coulson... No, it doesn't. Yes. The last no. thing of Iron Man is Sam Jackson. <laughs> no, you're right. Hmm. It's Sam Jackson, and he's talking. What's after that? Because isn't it, isn't it Iron Man, Cap, Hulk, and Thor? Because after Hulk, it's when Tony Stark... Comes in to General Ross in the bar. I thought that was in the movie. No, that's after the credits. Um, let's see. So let's see. Was Iron the, Man was the hammer a mid credit scene. I thought the hammer was and the last the credit scene. Just like just like Samuel Jackson scene. It was the very end. <laughs> it was the very end of Iron Man because Coulson. The very end of Iron. The last thing you see in Iron Man is Samuel Jackson saying. The Avengers Initiative. Right. That's the after scene. That, that's, after. that's the end. That is it. That's before the blue screen comes up and says Paramount Pictures or whatever and, and what have you. Before, after the credits roll. Yeah, this is fascinating radio. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. That that movie didn't have any mid-credits scene. The movie no, no, ends. No, 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 the no. movie ends. He flies up or whatever. It rolls the whole credits. And then Samuel Jackson, it's Tony Stark walking back into the home in Malibu or whatever, or the apartment in Stark mm-hmm. Tower. And Tony's the, or excuse me, uh, Samuel Jackson is there as Nick Fury. Yes. And says, I'm here to talk about the Avengers initiative. Then it has to be after Iron Man 2. Because, yeah, Cap. Because it goes Iron, it goes, it goes Incredible Hawk. No, it goes Iron Man, Incredible Hawk, Iron Man 2. No. Yes. Cap. Then Thor. No, Cap's in there too. 
That was Iron. I thought it was Cap, Iron Man. Cap's after was, Thor. I thought Iron Man. No. Yes, because Cap was in the summer. After Thor was in the summer too. Thor released. No. On, yes, it was. Thor it was, was in fall. I will tell you right now. The first Thor movie was released on May sixth. Uh, I will bet you a hundred dollars right now. The first Thor movie was released on May sixth. Okay, then Cap was the su- that summer. Then they were the because they were close to get. Uh, it's they not were, the end of Cap though, is it? No, the end of Cap. Because Coulson, let's keep arguing while they look. Because the yeah, because Coulson leaves. Because the it, scene is just him. Yeah, it's him it's, arriving it, it's, at the crater. It's Iron Man too. Because Coulson says, "No, I've got to go to New Mexico," and Iron he Man takes two wasn't off. Before Thor was it? He takes it was off. Iron Man two was Iron Man two. Yeah, because yeah, he takes off in. So it. is it is it Iron Man Cap Hulk or is it Iron Man Hulk Cap? Iron Man is the Avengers Initiative. Hulk is so Hulk's Iron- the second movie. Yeah, that's movie what I keep getting wrong. I keep thinking he Cap's General the second Ross movie. Ross in the bar. Okay. In the bar. Well, that makes sense now because and I, then Iron Man two. Coulson. And then Thor. When Coulson drops off um, Black Widow to Iron Man to Tony Stark as her liaison, he says he goes why or he he says he's got to go take care of something in New Mexico. That's what it was. Yeah. Not and then know. at the end of it, you see the hammer and Coulson coming up to the crater. Back when we had one movie a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> that was like 15 years ago wasn't it thanks for listening to Nerdables for Rich <laughs> no Iron Man was 2008 Hulk was 2008 granted two different studios at the time yes Universal and Iron Man 2 was 2010 so you had a whole year without anything and then 2011 wow was Thor and then Cap Thor right Thor and then Cap and then 2012 was Avengers yeah and then Iron Man 3 and Iron Man 3, yeah. I remember that. And I remember, then, I remember, I remember because Thor 2. Huge Iron Man was, Iron Man 3 was because it was the first post-Avengers uh-huh. film. Then you had Thor 2, then Captain America, yeah. Civil, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Then it was um, Ant-Man, Guardians. No, then it was Guardians. Then it was Guardians. Then it was Avengers 2 and Ant-Man. And then Ant-Man to Civil War. Yeah. And then Civil War to Doctor Strange. And then Doctor yep. Strange to Guardians 2. And then Guardians 2 to Homecoming, Homecoming to Thor Ragnarok. <coughs> and then Avengers And then Infinity Avengers, which, War. wait, I wonder why this movie didn't make as much money Now, as here's before. a question. Maybe people are sick of seeing six Marvel films a year. Here's a question, and, and if it does come out racist, I, I, I do apologize. <laughs> but When you have to qualify the statement, that's, maybe that's you should... That's a way to start no, 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 a no, statement. No, but, but, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't just start the statement. Is Black Panther coming out in February? In a, is a February film? And if I don't not, because everything got moved. And if not, do you think it should be for Black History Month? I don't think they care. And that's why I. That's why I mean, if it's, it, if it's I, I think a racist, I think a Marvel film has proven it doesn't matter when it opens. Sure, but but what, is that the type of film that you would? Could you benefit opening that movie as a Black History Month movie? I don't think it matters one way it's or the other. February. Is it February? Yeah. Okay, so that answers my question. And I didn't. It mean could it be to, a part of it, but. But I think other than schools, no one really pays attention. It's, it's Valentine's Day weekend, so they're looking at how uh, Deadpool. Mar- Deadpool did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Rated R Black Panther. Which Deadpool two? Because black people don't celebrate Valentine's Day, so they're gonna go to Black Panther. <laughs> Deadpool two got its release date this week too. Yeah, it's in June. In June? Yeah. Oh wow! There, so, which which um, this June? Yes. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Get ready, okay. boys and girls. So. I mean, they just cast cable, so it's like we're ready. He's rushing him to the set right now. <laughs> um, that was the other. Thing. I think there was something else. Like, because we've been off for two no, weeks. No, yeah, no. I'm thinking in my head when I sit there right now, like I know we're missing like eight thousand. There were so many things that happened. <laughs> yeah, we should uh, record last week. I know that's my fault. I was sick. Um, do you guys see the Cloak and Dagger trailer? 
Nope. Yeah. I didn't even realize it until I saw the notes. Well, I remember we were talking about that Freeform. It was going to be on Freeform. They were talking about they never said anything. Then all of a sudden, this trailer comes out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And it's got um, Olivia Holt, one of the Disney stars, as Dagger. Um, you can say that about almost every I know. young woman in Hollywood that's between <laughs> the a age Disney of 18 star? and yeah. 25. I think she's a good choice for Dagger. Uh, I, I've gotten, and the, the joke that I've been making of having three Marvel films this year, and then getting to Infinity Gauntlet, the first movie after Infinity Gauntlet, what's the fall movie next year? Um, or did they did not do a fall movie, they're waiting until Black Panther? <laughs> they haven't said anything it's not yet. Marvel, is it? Iron Man 9. Marvel's in 2019. I thought they. I thought Captain Marvel. Yeah, I thought Captain Marvel was after Black Panther. Mar it's after Black Panther. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. So wait, Black. No, Black Panther is February of next year. Yeah. Thor is the wrong. is the fall of this coming. Yeah. No, I'm thinking if there's a fall mm -hmm. movie in 2018. This this is the reason. Oh, is is it Ant Man two? Could be because I think that's what got Captain Marvel bumped. Was yes. Ant Man two took the Captain Marvel spot. That movie, to me, faces a bit of a danger of oversaturation. And not only because they're releasing three movies back-to-back -back years, and that's the last one of the three. Right. Six, if you want to count the two films, or two years. But you've got Netflix series. You now have a Freeform series. Uh -huh. You've got Fox doing Shield. stuff. You've got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fox doing Hulu, Marvel Hulu stuff. Hulu, yeah. There's... <laughs> I think there's a point where people just stop. Yes. Oh, there's too it's much just, on There's the too much. Like and you're just sort of books. like, yeah... There's, there's a way, where I think we talked about this, God, we probably talked about this before Rogue One opened, where we said, what if we get to two Star Wars films a year? And I said, no, because it ruins the specialness of having a Star Wars film. Once right. a year, and this is the reason I think they should take the year after episode nine Which off. Which now they are talking about that. They, I think they should. In between, saw it like... Yeah, Trilogy, episode nine Sonos. and whatever they're going to do in 2021. Yeah, because they still haven't announced what the third standalone film is. I don't think they know what the third. So they don't film have is. anything scheduled for fall of 2018. Okay, that's they a have, good choice if they decide to. They have it. Black Panther in February, Avengers: Affinity Wars in May, and Ant Man and the Wasp is July. Ooh, that's yeah, three. that's three films in that's five months. Three, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then the next one after that is Captain Marvel in March of 2019. Ant Man two will probably take it. Hit. I think that Ant Man because it's not a it's not the most solid of their franchise. Two right. months too. Yeah, within two months, and the third of three films that are in f five months, six months of each other. Yeah, mm. that's a lot. Because even I, my, like I said with last year with Ant Man, my criticism of Ant Man was it's another Marvel film. Yes, it's like I went to see it. And it's like okay, I've kind of seen this. We now need something like Civil War. To break up the Marvel films that you go see, like Ant Man or Doctor Strange, and go, yeah, okay, this is cool. But now every film seems to have extra characters well, in it. Whether you have an ensemble like Guardians of the Galaxy, or even Thor Ragnarok is is going to have Hulk is going to play a huge part in it, and we mm -hmm. know that Doctor Strange is in it at some point. Well, I was going to say, do you think that Homecoming is going to take a hit because it's what June? Homecoming is not going to take a hit at all. You don't think so? Oh, but there's so many people that are excited for that film. Because it's Spider-Man. Got... It's their biggest character. Yeah. And it's what people have been asking for for the past, you know, ever do you since. Think, do you think really Guardians the... will carry it carried on to it? I don't think people give a crap one way or the other. I think the audience will go see. It's different enough of a film. If you were to do Guardians and then Thor Ragnarok back-to-back. -back, sure. You know, space-ish, quote-unquote, films. 
cosmic-ish films. August and November. Yeah, you'd be like, no. Yeah. You know, Guardians coming out when it does and having Thor six months after or four months after, five months after. I think that's fine. And this is having Spider-Man in between. Spider-Man doesn't even feel like... Because so many people were waiting for this since Amazing Spider-Man 2. Right. Which was terrible. Maybe even going all the way back to Spider-Man 3. Going, we want Marvel to have this. He got huge buzz in Civil War. People loved him in that film. That that movie is going... I think that movie will have the biggest weekend of the year until we get to episode 8. Do you think that they've done a good job with the way they've released the trailers? The two trailers for it. The Iron Man movie? Yeah, it's great. See, I don't think that Iron Man's going to be in it as much as we think. Really? Because he's in three quarters of the trailer. But I have a feeling that's... He's in the a part, first... A part of that... I feel like he's part in the of first that to me is 20 the minutes and then the very oh. end of it. I think I think he's going to be in the I first feel half he's gonna and be then in the, the last third. Yeah, like the first half. And he's, then he's only not he'll final. Be, he'll, be, he'll be in the first arc. His and then presence the last... of it is not going to be in it for the 20 minutes after the first half when Peter he pulls Peter's funding or whatever and Peter goes out and he's like, I'm the Spider-Man that's in a track suit again. Right. And then he's going to come I'm back in at the spider. end. Yeah, the Scarlet Spider and Ben Riley or whatever. Yeah. But part of it is the same thing. I like Iron Man. I like Robert Downey Jr. But again, this oversaturation. I don't need Iron Man in every film. No, but is it a good way to bring Spider-Man into the Marvel universe? You already did. That's what Civil yeah. War is. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. I, I if he if he were to show up at the very end to be like, you know, I I used you. If you had him right at the beginning and say, I put you in a situation I probably shouldn't have. Right. My hubris got the best of me. You should stop being Spider-Man and because he takes it's going to get away. you killed. Yes get you killed and then he's not in the film until the end when he says you've proven yourself to be a hero yeah. welcome to the avengers that'd be fine see but I, th- the and way, I think that's the way it's going to happen not with that trailer you don't think he, so? he's in the whole trailer well, the first trailer mean, is iron man and spidey that doesn't mean anything tony oh yes it does that's a lot of film that you've got to pull from the star wars trailer everybody was talking about how you know, Mark Ham- or uh, Luke Skywalker is talking about the the Jedi need to end. That could be at the very beginning of the movie that he doesn't want to. That's trade a lie. But okay, what you're saying is is uh, the equivalent of Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker will barely be in Episode Nine, even though he's all over the trailer. Eight, eight. Sorry. Yeah. Well, hopefully he'll be in nine. <laughs> I don't need I don't need a, a legacy character dying every single film. Um, he's gonna be in the. He's gonna be a huge part of that film. Robert from Downey. The, yes, from the context of those trailers, in right. terms of what he's talking about, where he is, the different scenes that you see him in, he's in more than three, four locations. The lines that he has seems to. How will to, it work for you? How how will him being within that movie all the way through, let's say, or as much as that you? Think? I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fine because it's the the way that they set it up in Civil War is he has a connection to Peter right? in terms of his benefactor or what have you. It, it, again, it's more of a joke than anything else, sure. but it is something where the type of films that we saw in something like Hulk or the first Thor where there's nobody else in it yeah. are gone. Did you? Winter Soldier really starts this trend, this outside of an Avengers film that's titled Avengers of having multiple characters that you've seen from other places throw Nick Fury out because he was the connector but to have Black Widow be the co-star of Winter Soldier, well, she was that in you've already Iron seen. Man Two, but she was introduced in Iron Man Two. Yes, I'm saying is it a character that is already established somewhere else? Yes, being in your film is more prevalent than it's not anymore. Sure, we won't have it. In, well, we probably won't have it in Guardians, 
and you didn't but have you it. You didn't have, have it multiple, in Ant Man. Multiple people. Well, even Ant Man. Come to think of it, yeah, Ant Man had had uh, uh, Anthony uh, Mackie. Falcon. Yeah, which is what I think Edgar Wright left over. But every, I think every Marvel film, no, Doctor Strange didn't. No, because well, Ant Man's a pure origin story too. Doctor Strange doesn't hear it. But Doctor Strange didn't have anybody. You had the, well, technically the, at the end credits. Yeah, well, but yeah, no, I'm talking about the, 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 you're talking about within the film. Yeah, we're talking about the story of the film. I mean, the end credits it, for Anthony all of them Mackie had something. That had... Falcon was in it for a scene, but still, yeah, it, but it was within a plot of the film. With the exception of Ant Man, any of their origin stories did they have an established character already in it? No, but there's what no, he's saying yeah. is he's saying is since Winter Soldier, there's been a trend of every more often movie. than not, not not to not perfectly, but mm-hmm. more often than not. There seems to be an established character that you've seen before that is used in your film. Now, mm-hmm. saying that, Winter Soldier, it's quite prevalent. You know, it's needed. Obviously, you have an Avengers film in Avengers 2. And Civil War is Avengers 2.5. Right. You, but, you can't tell that story without every character you've already used. But the, it, 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 using Winter Soldier as an example of this, it worked very well. It worked very well there. And like I said, I'm sure it's fine. I trust Marvel and the people that make Marvel films to make Homecoming a good film. Right. I'm not the biggest Spider-Man fan, so my excitement for that film isn't nearly as high as something like Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, See, I, I mean, I, I love Spider-Man. And I when the original Spider-Man I like Spider-Man. Out, it's just not my favorite. I, I, it was like, oh my God, finally, Spider-Man movie. Because for years, people kept saying, there was no, it, you could never do Spider-Man. You could never do Spider-Man. The TV series was James the most... James Cameron didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I never the, got that feeling when I saw the first Spider-Man trailer. The first Spider-Man, when the, really? Yeah, Sam Raimi's. I'm like, yeah, I was, okay. I was like so excited because I, I loved. Spider-Man. Growing up as a kid, that Spider-Man was my thing. So I, I watched had, the TV I, series every. You know, when I first got into Marvel, it was the Punisher. So Spider-Man right. was an antithesis to everything that I kind of liked. Sure. Going into it, because you just would Spidey and go, dude, just kill the Green Goblin already. Like, mm-hmm. come on, what, what are you doing? Yeah, I, matter of fact, I just got into this conversation yesterday at at the uh, DreamWorks party with the guy about Spider-Man and. We were talking about the differences between Tobey Maguire and and Andrew Garfield, you know, and how how Andrew Garfield didn't do a great job as Peter Parker. Here's the thing: Andrew Garfield did a fine job as Peter Parker because because what they decided to do with the Peter Parker and Amazing Spider-Man is his ostracism was not based on him being a nerd, right? As much as it was that he was an outsider already, he branded himself as an outsider. Sure. The Tobey Maguire Peter wants to be a part of the crowd. Was more the, the classic one. Wants to be a part of the crowd, but he's not going to give up being super smart and being a genius or whatever. Right. Andrew Garfield, the way that they set him up in the original Amazing Spider-Man, Mark Webb's film, is that he ostracizes himself by being kind of a, you know, the the emo ish. Right. Yeah. So no, he I separated himself right. from it. So with that caveat being, that's what they decided to do with that film. Andrew Garfield is great. Him with, uh, um, what's her face? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I love those scenes. Yeah. The Spider-Man scenes sucked uh-huh. in that first and film. See, and, this guy, and, and then I, in the second film, the second film is terrible just all around. Audience. Because, again, not even just the, the stupidity of... You got a different director, though. Too. Dubstep. Mark, Mark Webb directed that first Amazing Spider-Man film. So he did 500... Uh, 500 Days of Summer, yeah. So that... It had that teen yeah, yeah. That yeah the vibe to it was was much better. different. They, right. they mm-hmm. basically went with the strength of what they seemed to want to make more important, which was his relationship with Harry, with with um, no, with uh, uh, with Gwen oh, and okay. Captain Stacy. Yes, because that the whole film hinges on all of that. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man Two to me fails from the start because 
there's not once he's like no, I'm with you of Spider-Man. Oh no, no, I'm gonna give you up. No, I'm with you again. Yeah. Like, instead of having the whole film be I made a promise to your father. Right. I'm not getting involved in your life anymore. And to continue to go and then he says, I'm gonna give up being Spider-Man so that I can be with you, and then she dies, that would have been a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, would have been more interesting if the villain was any good at all. <laughs> would have been a lot more interesting if they didn't use Paul Giamatti, one of America's finest actors. I'm turning into the rhino doing the voice from Gru. Ah, Spider Man. <laughs> I could see Jamie Foxx being Shocker better than I was I fine with Jamie Electro. Foxx being shark, Shocker. Shark. They're Electro. Shocker. Electro. 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 Whatever. Shocker. Yes. But, I'd like no, to see he, Shocker. He was too. Electro. I could see him being Shocker. Shocker see, would be I a could, little bit I could see him being Shocker. Which Shocker, I think, is. I could see him not he's being. In this, the new one. Yeah. He's not. I could see Jamie Foxx being a villain that you can be wasn't interested. though, too. Yeah, but it also wouldn't really be interested in attacking Spider Man with dubstep. <laughs> yeah. uh, to explain his hatred for Spider-Man in like an underground rap, you know. Oh, the, the choices for the film. <laughs> the choices for that film. I don't care what I Daniel think everybody says. That can movie, agree. That movie is terrible. Spider-Man Three and Amazing Spider-Man Two are probably two of the worst superhero movies. They're down there, yeah. You throw in all the Fantastic Fours. I, I the first one was okay. First no. Fantastic Four was the, okay. the first Fantastic Four just does has no bite in it whatsoever. It, it really they is. They just a, kept getting a, worse a, after that though. It's a kid who's bad too. Oh, second Especially one's with horrible. Reed at the club and whatnot. It's, it's so it's terrible. terrible. It's as exciting second, as everybody was for Silver Surfer. But that's the thing yeah. is they wasted the Silver Surfer. They wasted the Galactus or the the, the pathos of that whole character. Yeah, <clears throat> the pathos of that whole story of you know comes the Galactus is wasted in that film because the first mm-hmm. half of it is Reed doesn't want to get married. Yeah. Look mm-hmm. out. <laughs> look at him at the club. Oh, oh, look. Je- Jessica Alba thinks he's crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, look. The world's going to die. Yeah. Like, there's nothing in that you have these world-shattering events of, of biblical proportions of destruction and death, and it means absolutely nothing in that mm-hmm. film because Johnny's so hot to bang the army colonel. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just like the, the 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 disparity in it is Marvel does it well. Something like Thor that has it's not the end of the world. The destroyer is going to destroy a town, right? So the humor in it isn't as off put when you're going, guys. Seriously, the whole world's about to blow up, and you're like cracking wise jokes. It's contained enough, yeah, that that those pieces kind of fit. So the cloak and dagger trailer, <laughs> it's what we were talking about. <laughs> Um, well, no, we were more talking about the fact that we didn't see it because I don't think Mikey and I really care. It's just like okay, it's I, thought be, I thought I you'd be more trailer, excited, but I don't think I'm going to care. To me, it, the, the, the way at least the way the trailer was done has me interested in the show and interested in seeing and checking it out. Here's the thing, because and I, I could care less about freeform television. You know, they're they're all the same thing. They're all that that new MTV type, you know, Teen Wolf type stuff. They're trying. But this one, it does seem. Where it, is this? Like, it's Freeform a channel. It's Freeform it's is used to be ABC. ABC, ABC okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because they changed the name after they realized all their shows were about teenagers trying to bang yes. each other. Mm. The thing with Cloak and Dagger, the thing when when they said Guardians is super super important for post Infinity, there's a reason why these characters were never really that popular. They just don't work. Right. In humans is the same thing. You can shove in him humans down our throats. Over and over and over again. There's a reason why Inhumans have only mattered once in the entire history of Marvel Publishing. And that's when Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee took everything that was Inhumans, ramped it up to 11, made it really, really dark and gritty and 90s grunge, 
and put it out as a 12-issue maxi-series that everybody loved, and then everyone forgot about them. They never yeah. showed up again. Mm-hmm. Black Bolt's in the Illuminati. He works because he's a part of the Illuminati. It's... <sighs> well, with this one, it kind of has a feel of street-level, you know, Netflix, Marvel, mixed with, you know, the the teenage-ish... Home, you know, Spider-Man: Homecoming. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I don't. I'm not expecting a whole lot out of it. I'm not expecting Daredevil or, or you know, Jessica well, you Jones can't. or any of that. But mm-hmm. you can't do as much. Right. But, yeah, but even me, I'm watching the trailer. It didn't get me hot and bothered. Hot and bothered. <laughs> it didn't get me excited to really. But do you know? Like but do you know anything about those two characters? It's probably better not than really. it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. That's really. probably true. I mean, I I think. I bought a couple Cloak and Dagger comics just because I like the covers, but I haven't yeah. read them. Yeah. Type deal, but it's like well, yeah. you know, it, the part of the trailer shows them as kids, and she, you know, she's fallen into the river or something, about ready to drown, and he comes down and and to get her, and that's the first time you see, you know, as soon as her hands touch, her power ignites, and you can see his. You know, one of the things is. You know, she's always in a white outfit or white clothes. He's always in a black outfit or something. And then there is one point where you see the skyline of the skyline of New York, and he's kind of on top of a roof in the cloak, kind of just standing up like it's almost like the first time he he is it like Spawn's coat or cape. No, no, where <laughs> it's the oh, the CG massive. thing. No, I mean, well, a, actually, it's supposed to be in, right in the comics. It's huge, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, this was a this was a cloak that absorb was, all that stuff. This this was a cloak that was you know twice the size of, of him, mm. but you could tell is it, it had to be like the first time that that he teleported from one place to another, and you know there's, there's another time where um, where daggers you know in a cemetery or something somebody's attacking her and she all of a sudden she lights up and she's got the crystal in her hand and well, she like stabs the guy in the- yeah. Like and then another time they, they you know where they they come together for the first time and you know their powers ignite and then they realize so I mean it, there is that classic comic book element mm. with and I think it's done more of a teen angst way where you know a, a more of a an MTV ish yeah. you know way of doing it so that way it will attract that audience. You know, like one it, man and one girl put into a room together. <laughs> what happens next? You know that that vampire diary. Pretty Little Liars, a spot or a spot that's going to be opening up. So yeah, uh, well, yeah. You, I mean, you have that, and you know that one for Bella Thorne, Thorne that's probably going to cancel. Oh, <laughs> so terrible. Wait, what? Um, the movie? Fabulous. Some, I don't know something oh. where she's playing. Pretty famous or whatever it is. Oh. It's sort of my life story, except I leave out the part. Where I spend every day in a plastic surgeon's office to make my face unrecognizable to man. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, so I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I'm not excited for this, but I will check it out. You know, I mean, I've, hell, I've checked out all the. Yeah, other you should got everything that's terrible. <laughs> I need to. Be you can a still more you can still watch Powerless. I, I looked. No, Powerless got canceled too. It did. Yeah. There's a surprise. Which uh, they're still trying. I mean, they think that it's going to get renewed, but they're they're wondering about uh, uh, Agents of Sh- uh, Shield. They didn't get an early renewal this time, but they they're expecting it's a different, it. Uh, yeah. Uh, what you call it? But yeah, it, it's, it, a it'd be, it's yeah, it's a different network. But I mean, that's it's one of the ones. Where it should be noted that it is a Marvel show. Marvel that bubble. yeah, it's it's 
going into its fifth season, so who knows? Yeah, it's going to the season when they finally do something that people are like, oh, this is interesting. You should watch this. And everyone else goes, no. Yeah. But you people also have like, Inhumans you should, coming out. You should watch it. You should totally watch it. And I was like, no. Well, it lost me two seasons ago. I'm done. It's just, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll, I'm sure I'll watch the, probably the first season or so and see you know where, where it goes. Uh, I won't watch an entire season just to see if I want to watch No, no, no. But he finished. I'll give it my traditional uh, five episodes. I, I, you know what? Supergirl, I'm struggling to stick with. It's terrible. Stop watching it. Yeah, it's, it's here's, here's I, want to, I want to. I want to because you know there's stop. Zod's coming on stop. and things like that. Just stop. Just stop. Who cares? Well, no. Zod? What I've done is I've recorded it, and if I have absolutely nothing to watch, I'll start watching it, and I'll end up fast forwarding through half of it. There's no point. Then stop. I know. <laughs> Do something else. Um. There's better shows on. Should I go see Fast Groot? Sh- fast Eight shoes. Or? Shows. Sh- shoes. Shift. 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 Yeah. Grab a comic book. Yeah, no, I have a Work whole stack. Work on R2. I mean, do something. Um, watch a cooking show. Learn how to make should something. Should I watch, go, go see uh, uh, Fate of the Eight or Fate of the Furious or whatever the hell that name of the movie no. is? Shits. <laughs> Shits. Shits. Um, so, Ethan, you're, you've been kind of more of in, t- in tune with this one. Fa- Fate of the Eight. I can't even. Fate of the Furious. Fate, Fate, Fate of, the of the Furious. Whatever it is, because you know, I guess the eight. They used. The I guess yes. Fate because it rhymes with eight. eight, and that's racist too. Because Ethan is not. I mean, Ethan looks like he's a part of that culture because you know his <laughs> old car had sort of one of those <laughs> muffler things. He on put it, it on there. There you go. Um, I'm surprised they didn't name it with eight in the spelling. <laughs> Of that? Yeah, it's true. F8. F8. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, is, is it, fight, you yeah. missed the opportunity, Vin Diesel. He was too busy feuding with... Well, what's, what's nine going to be? Fine in the Furious? Yes. Furious it's going to be five. all women. It's going to be Cloud Nine Furious. Furious Cloud So nine. The, when, furious you get, when you get to nine. ten, furious what is it? They're just furious so at that point? Let's do the X at that point. <coughs> it'll, be, of, it'll, it'll be a cross between, the, it'll it'll be a cross between Triple X and Fast and Furious. So he'll be playing both part, both characters. It's pretty much the same character. <laughs> no, it'll have Ice Cube in it. Ice Cube was in the last Triple X movie with him. Cause they yeah, because he was in the second Triple X movie. Right. He was because he, he didn't want to do the because Vin Diesel didn't want to do the second one. He was too Vin busy. Vin Diesel never wants to do the second one. Yeah. Yeah, but then he did Chronicles of Riddick. But didn't he do the same thing in in Triple X the second one where he showed up at the like end. Oh. Uh, they no like one, called him no up. No one went to see that movie. So <laughs> Ethan saw it. No, I didn't. Okay, so Fate of the Furious beat uh, the Force Awakens for best box office. Biggest weekend. global opening. They That's beat, amazing. They beat them by like three million dollars. That's still incredible. That's still, I and mean, that's why these movies are still being made. Well, yeah, you're, you're making money at them. But what was the comparison between what was it? Fast Five was that one that made like seventy million dollars in its first weekend or something, yeah. and yeah. released in April or some crap. But what was and the... that's where the point where you go, these movies are just it, it's people go to see the cars. I think you could put monkeys in them and people will still go. Oh, that'd be more interesting because it's like okay, oh here's here's a movie. There's a car that i don't know about there's another car expensive car i don't know about there's another expensive car i don't know about and there's a submarine that's chasing them through the ice that's cool <laughs> or when they fired grappling hooks into a plane and somehow four mini coopers take down a c-17 that was awesome we were well basically the furious movies are just like the action movies of the 90s where it's just oh yeah 
throw the That's probably why they have their biggest. Beth and I were watching Kong Skull Island the other night, and she's going, "When did the monkeys start talking?" I'm like, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, when did the monkeys start taking over and start talking?" And I'm like, "I'm like, what?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, oh wait, that's Planet of the Apes. Never mind." We're halfway through this movie. The only monkey that's in there is King Kong. Uh, okay, so what did this he's not movie? A monkey, he's an ape. I know. Uh, domestically, how did it compare to Force Awakens? I didn't look it up. I think <laughs> I think they made like five hundred and some, like five hundred dollars. <laughs> yes, domestically, five hundred cents. No, like five, like five hundred. I want to say five ninety six is the number I saw, or that are five sixty nine. One of those. It's a shame none of us have phones or know, right? tablets or anything. No, dude, this is to look it up. We should do a show completely off of memory. That'll be the longest oh show God. ever. So like a guy who was done in that, that thing that does that thing. I swear we've done that before. Um, so I mean, I, I'm just curious to see how much of it what he did, what that movie's done, is domestic, and how much of it was international. Because you do have a different international market than you do domestically. It seems like. Movies, I know that's that's kind of redundant to say that, but congratulations, Captain <laughs> Obvious, you've been promoted. <laughs> but what I mean is, there are movies that you would think would be really popular domestically. Well, again, those characters don't matter. It's just cars, right? And the world loves cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether you don't care who Vin Diesel or Rock Johnson. <laughs> So he should change his name to Rock Johnson. Rock Johnson. <laughs> Sounds like a and, porn name. And totally Charlie Steron and, and Jason hey Statham and the 85 other people that are in this movie. Whether it's here or Brazil or Spain or Russia or China Japan or, Japan, or China, yeah. it's vroom vroom. Go vroom vroom. <laughs> Woo! Look vroom vroom go. Yes. Banzai vroom vroom. <laughs> You realize that they made Tokyo Drift now, it would be so much more popular. <laughs> kill me. Domestic total gross for Fate of the Furious is $163 million. Where'd you get 500? <laughs> no, that's the global. Global is, uh, worldwide, worldwide gross is $908 million. Foreign gross is $744 million. Yeah, but what was it last week? That's the thing. What was the weekend? Because uh, last weekend is when it was released. What, the first weekend? Or? Yeah, yeah. The first weekend is. In the three days that it was open, it beat Force Awakens for its three days, which is insane. Twenty-seven dollars. <laughs> it's all the foreign market that uh, paid for it. Well, yeah, I know because it's not—it's not the largest domestic, really. I mean, I'm sure it's in there somewhere, but it's domestic gross for its opening weekend. No, but was it's not funny. Like even my Facebook feed, there's tons of people that are oh, excited oh, yeah. to see this movie. Domestic so. opening gross is ninety-eight million. So that was nowhere near what Force was. No. Doesn't say for foreign. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying is this is the type of movie that will do so much better overseas than it will do at home mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, because you yeah. got the rest of the world compared to just the U.S. Yeah, but you but if you look at a lot of movies, Force Awakens in, in particular, mm. it does, it's opening weekend, if you look at what it does domestically, Compared to what it does opening weekend. But the other side yeah. about that is it doesn't have there's 
It doesn't have the same opening weekend everywhere on around no. the world at the same time. No. But so many of them do now. But because yes. of digital prints and also because of battling piracy, True. that's become a big thing to have your film open everywhere. And also the fact that you want... You can say... Fade the Furious of Fury Furious and Fading now <laughs> can say... You know, that first commercial on Monday was probably the worldwide leader in opening. Ah, yeah. Go see it. You didn't see it. You're an idiot. Go see cars go vroom vroom. And so much of social media, you don't want everything to be spoiled. So right, yeah. buy the U.S. market first or the foreign market well, first. Before. You remember kind of the Marvel with, movies were the premiere of, uh, as you said, the premiere of Guardians was last week that we haven't had. Major stuff spoiled from it yet. Well, yeah, but that's just it. been the media and everything so far. There's still fans that are get into some of those premieres, it, it, and like remember? the media has ever shown any, shown any <laughs> side of constraint for that, right? But you I remember mean, when Avengers, especially was now opening. that you have media that's a part of this this you know internet gotcha. Let's be first. Sure, I'm shocked there isn't a media. You know, somebody on some site, you know, ain't it Here's cool as this? This yeah. The five scenes are Star Lord going to a disco and Drax is. A babysitter for baby Grid. Or they're keeping those for the actual uh, Speaking release. Speaking of like how dance parties, the did you see that, you know how Disney, California Adventure does like a Friday, Saturday night dance party type thing? No. They did it with Tron. They did it with, uh, the, with the Mad Hatter Tea Party. Like that back corner where, um, oh, where they have the one. stage and where you have Monsters, Inc. and all that. The shitty area? Yeah, the shitty area. They they do a dance. <laughs> That's what it's called on the map. They do it. They the do boring it. Cars area. land. But what <laughs> <laughs> what's a Buena Vista Avenue? The shitty area. Holy balls! But they they do a dance party area back uh. there. You know, and they get a DJ and everything, or a band, and you know. DJ this shitty. time now because they're going into the summer of heroes, it's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy Star Lord dance off. Uh. Back there. We know Chris is in mind for that one. <laughs> as soon as I heard me. it, I was like, oh, Chris is going to hate this. Because, you know, they, they've had this big thing of Black Widow's coming, Spider-Man's coming. Wait, Black Widow's coming? Yeah. Okay. Um, He's yeah. like, I might do this dance often. <laughs> DJ Dingleberry. <laughs> DJ Dingleberry. <laughs> DJ Dingleberry! But kind of going back on, on the whole thing with spoiling movies from the premiere and things like that. Because I was reading, because I watched Split the other night, and uh, the ending was actually omitted from the premiere because they didn't want to ruin the, the twist. Yeah, that would suck. You went so, to the premiere that, and then, <laughs> sorry guys, no, we're was, not going to show you the ending tomorrow. There was a what scene. The that, yeah, there was a scene they kept out of it for the purpose of, you know, not letting it being spoiled. So, well, the shawarma scene from Avengers wasn't yeah. shot until the night of the premiere. Yeah. So, I mean, like, in sense, you would think maybe Marvel did that with the Guardians movie and omitted the, uh, the final scenes so they don't get ruined. I could see some of that, but, you know, you are, there is something with the press corps, I mean, to a degree. I know there are certain members that no, and that's know, probably why they wait re- to get it out there. That's probably why they released it's and said, hey, there's going to be but, five of them. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, this is something that hasn't been done before." <laughs> the press all got up and left before the fight started, right? Um, they're those people that walk out. Then, like, you haven't been to a Marvel movie before? Stay for after the credits. That's usually, I, I think, a third of those people are, "Oh my god, I got a whiz so fat, so bad." <laughs> yeah, it's me doing this at the end of Doctor you know Strange, going, "Come on, now that's gonna suck." Going, gonna suck. To it's like, shit, I can't get up and pee and run back here real quick. Yeah. That's going to suck for this movie then. Dude, if you're sitting a, in that chair and bring you're a, like, bring a bag. Damn it. 
Might, it might start a new trend where the movie just continues all the way to the end of the credits, and you, you know, you'll have the credits coming up lower now, and just you know the rest of the movie's above it. Kind of the way TBS does. Yeah, like it's a TBS style. Cut out the cut out the commercials. Oh, the soup, yeah, the super fast credits yeah. when they're on the small screen. <laughs> It'd be cool if, like, at the end of Avengers Four, like the first part, you go through all the credits, you roll through it, and it does the blue screen like all oh, Marvel Television or Studios. And then you leave, it, like it goes blank, but it doesn't go to anything else and go straight into the next Avengers film. And you're like, ah, son of a bitch. Even if they just leave it blank for like 30 seconds, and then all of a sudden something starts, just as people are turning and walking out. Whoa, 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 whoa. I've seen people do that in the movies where they're just like, they sat there long enough and get up, and then all of a sudden they realize, oh, wait. There, there is something here. For Pirates 3, I went to the bathroom and walked back because um, the person I was with stayed. And yeah. I was like, I don't think there's anything at the end of this, but I got to go. So I go and I went back to... Hi, Puppy. Okay, so Hi, Avatar. Puppy. Hi, Puppy. I don't think any of us... Avatars. Avatars. I don't care about Avatar. that franchise anymore. It's going to have camera doesn't four. Four sequels coming out. God, they need stuff. See what happens after the first. And episode. they gave him, and they gave him street dates already. And yeah. the fact they gave him a land in Disneyland, which was very confusing. Yes. <laughs> or not Disney, Disney World. Disney World. Yeah. Like, Disney gave him the land. Does but somehow they figured out how to make stuff float. Here's the thing. <laughs> They're just keeping the technology from everybody. Is this too late? Yes. Yes. Because we we talked about this with with Alice in Wonderland through the Looking Glass. Yeah, you were the only person in North America to go see it. <laughs> I go, it's anything. not that bad, guys. You, you see the first film. Twelve dollars domestic. If you really understand it. It's really good, even though everyone who saw it said it was a piece of turd <laughs> inside another piece of turd that was set on fire and thrown into the sea. But my question is, is that what Avatar... Cause I've, oh, yeah. No, I've talked to people now, and they go, yeah, I saw nobody Avatar. Nobody remembers I, that film for anything to do with its content. Yeah. It was a technical achievement that is still the number one film in the world because... It was that first true 3D, 3D movie that everybody right. went to see and said, you got to see this. you got to check this out. Those theaters were more expensive. So that movie is it, – it's one of those – it's almost like Titanic, another James Cameron film, in which it was an event at the time. Yes. There's no staying power in it. Yeah. You know, Titanic was great, but – and obviously it doesn't lend itself to be a franchise – but it's also people ten years afterwards are not like obsessed with Titanic. Just but as why does film. everything now? Why does every movie now have to be a franchise? Because they make money. Because yeah. Fate of the Furious just made five hundred ninety <laughs> million dollars globally. Uh, yeah, you don't I really guess. have to worry about original. You can't. Content, yeah, like, all you got to do is hit once. This is what I kept saying in terms of Fox holding on to their Marvel properties, or even Sony at the time thinking they would hold on to Spider Man. You can keep re- making those films, and you can keep losing money at them. All you have to do is hit, hit one time. Yeah, you hit the one time, and you can save yourself from everything you've done before. They would make a Fantastic Four movie that actually is good and resonates with people, which it probably won't because that name has been so sullied. Yeah, but if it does, if you made five hundred and ninety million dollars in two weekends, you would actually recoup your losses from the first two films. How would you save the Fantastic Four at this point? Give them to Marvel. I already told you what Fantastic Four should be. Fantastic Four should be in the Marvel Universe as the secret team that's been saving... Basically what Ant-Man was to a certain degree. Right. That Hank Pym had been saving the world during the Cold War and nobody knew. Yeah. Because he wasn't Tony Stark on TV. No, but I mean, would you bring them into their... Would you bring them in... I would bring them into the Marvel Universe as right now. Into... into, As right where we're at. Let's say... Let's say Thanos is over. 
Yeah. You know, I said that we could have done this before, but whatever. Thanos is over. The galaxy seems to be somewhat okay. And the Marvel heroes are the heroes. and They're fighting street crime or whatever. And then we get something new. If I'm in the Marvel Universe, I'd have Galactus. Right. The Avengers are like, oh, great. It's another Thanos. And Reed and his company show up and go, no, it's not. Yeah. This guy's going to destroy the Earth. He's tried to do it before. Yeah. Well, he hasn't tried to do it when the Avengers... Are... Wait, what do you mean he's done it before? How'd you... Who stopped him? <laughs> we did. Yeah. We've been doing what you guys have been doing. Put them as these cool elder statesmen. Right. Of, we've been doing this for a while. Make them a little bit older. Yeah. Put them in their 30s. Even Johnny. Yeah. And then I would have a... John, because the Human Torch is a legacy character within Marvel anyway. The original Human Torch was sure. an android. And then it was Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm, a little bit older, with a legacy torch to give that. You got to you know, get the kids into it or whatever. Well, you already have Someone that established younger. from Captain America in the, in the scene where... Uh, Cap and Bucky go, take the girls to uh, to the expo because the costume, or the, they walk past it there. Yeah, which but was... I'm just talking about you have Johnny Storm. And Johnny Storm can be in his mid 30s also. Sure, Reed can be in his 40s. Sue can be in her 40s. Grim can be in his 40s. Johnny can be younger, you yeah. know, in his 30s or whatever. But then you have a teenage character, a a, a Peter Parker type younger character. And they, the Avengers fall. You open with it with the Avengers being defeated by, by Silver Surfer. Would you? Would Terrax you? Would you go whatever. as far as putting Franklin and Val? No, because kids are terrible. <laughs> it's it's really hard to hit. But with you kids. can put them. Sometimes you can't. But that's not important. You already you've already got five okay, characters okay. that you're dealing with, plus two, plus a, a two villains if you use Galactus and a Herald. So that's if I were to do a Fantastic Four film, that's the film I'd want to do. To hell with the origins, and it doesn't matter how they got their right. powers. It matters how they use them. It doesn't it's, matter at this point, how they came together. To it's their... the fact that they're a family. Yeah, that they are husband and wife and brother and brother, literally and unliterally, which is figuratively. Um, but see, to have like, that group, that would be great. Marvel does a great job when they don't have to introduce a origin story, so to speak. Hank Pym, you know. You, when you when you got into Ant Man, well, the origin story for it's really easy because it's just you put Scott Lang in the costume. This has already been established. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, but it's, just, it's a costume, it. right? That's the origin story. Isn't how he gets. Well, I guess it is how he gets the power, but he gets a costume. That's yeah. it. You don't have to have time to explain. Even Hulk has to. You have to explain how the Hulk gets his power. Yes. How does the gamma radiation? But at affect this point Bruce with Fantastic Banner Four, you to, don't need to do that. That's what I'm saying. You don't. It's like you don't need Homecoming to tell Spider-Man. Homecoming the same thing. You don't need to tell Batman. You don't need to see, don't need I don't need to see Uncle Ben get shot again. Yeah. yeah. The 40th time, it's enough. <laughs> Can't wait yeah. to see the other. You know, oh, we got another old actor that people remember. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> All right. Another old guy got killed. Yeah. <laughs> Here's yeah. Jack Lemmon getting shot but in yeah, the face. Yeah, there, there are characters now <laughs> that you don't ever have to tell their origin story. All of them. <laughs> you don't have to tell. Even Guardians doesn't have an origin story in terms of... Yeah. Even Peter's origin story is what two minutes in that film, if that. Yeah, being abducted or what have you. The story is them getting together, yes, but you're not sitting there. You don't spend a ton of time with finding out who Gamora is or Groot. Or... Rocket and Groot are just presented as Rocket and Groot. Right. Well, you you they... get you get a very quick. What's exposition? A, a, totally an exposition with Rocket of being exper- experimented what, yeah. on, and then you see him, you know, putting it when when they uh, strip him down. You see all of the little incisions and everything on him. That's about it. Groot, you don't get a backstory. You know, Drax, you just get the you, you can that do his origin family... stories right as we, as Marvel has done. Yeah, I just don't think Fantastic Four's origin story doesn't work. 
right in its classic sense because it when the marvel the original marvel origin story is teenagers steal a rocket and shoot into space yeah. no <laughs> um the ultimate universe one is a lot better because reed is working on a teleportation device right he's working for the storm foundation as Susan's working on it as well. Right. Victor's working with him. Victor changes Reed's formula because he thinks it's wrong. And it explodes in everybody's face. Ben is there because he's Reed's friend. Yeah. They get transported to four different corners of the globe and they all have powers because they were predilected to. That works too, but you don't need it. Right. You present them, again, you present them the way that you presented Hank Pym as, I've been doing this. Yeah. I saved, I saved America from a freaking nuclear missile. Yeah. And I lost my wife in the process. It's just it's it's a wonderful piece, and that's what you could do with them if they were to ever go there. If I'm Fox and I have Fantastic Four, I would do the same thing in introducing them in as as an established group, right? That is now outed to a certain degree. But you can pick up Mark Wade and, and and Mike Wingo's run of Mark Wade's uh, change. The, the Reed's motivation is I've got a guy who sets himself on fire. My best friend is a bunch of rocks. And my girlfriend, soon-to-be wife, turns invisible. They're freaks. Yeah. If I make them superheroes and make them into rock stars, yeah. people will. People don't care what they look like. All they care about is the fact that they're heroes. That, that was Wade's kind of... The, the His twist on it was that Reed... This was a calculated move by Reed. Yeah. We have to be a super team. I can't just let them live their own lives. That's stupid. Ben's never going to have a normal life. He needs to punch Dr. Doom in the face. Right. You know? And I would not have Doom you as have the first villain. Your face or something, or a bug. You got bug other side. Over. I think I think your plants are they're oh, gone no, they're now. Gone. Well, I think the bugs <laughs> can't that blame were the on plants. The, <laughs> well, I think the bugs that were on the plants. You may want to check your plants too. Uh, yeah, yeah. There. Well, there was a uh, apparently that there might be some fleas because of the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the pet that Arabella went and saw. So, anyways, you um, cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Flea man. <laughs> uh. No, I, at this point, do you think, if you were Fox, would you just say, Marvel, help us? No. No? They don't want to. That's the thing. Marvel's not going to make a Fantastic Four film. It's the same. It's, it's what Kevin Feige already said. We don't need any more. Yeah. We can get the property. They've got three. They, they'll, have, they'll end up having three space characters. They want, them, they want the villains more than they want the Fantastic Four. They don't Four. want any of them. They don't need them. Well, they wanted uh, Kang. Eh. James Gunn really wanted Kang. Yeah, but James Gunn isn't running Marvel films. That's true. Yeah. That's Kang true. is an awesome character, but Kang um, would be so a we were talking terrible about character Avatar. to use in a film. Time travel is hard. Exactly, dude. If you read Wade's, in terms of... if you if you, you'd have to simplify Kang like crazy. Yeah. Wade's run for the new Avengers series, the the Kang one, it's all over the place. But it's yeah. really cool. But it's it's Kang fighting Kang, and they're fighting Kangs from all these yeah. different dimensions and, and timelines and stuff. It's fascinating. Never work as a film. So, event uh, Avengers. Avatar, Avengers. we are talking about. Um, we don't. We, I, I, that we're talking about. But uh, what I'm afraid Avatar of with this, and, and is care, as much as we've cared about it, talking about it, is what the audience is going to do. And they're already slating themselves for four movies. <laughs> I'm, I'll tell you what they're not going to do. They're not going to go see it. Yeah. So do you? I'm not paying fifteen fourteen dollars for a ticket. So do you? Do you? Do you? Do you put yourself in the situation where? Like FX with Charlie Sheen with with, with uh, anger management. Do you put yourself in a in a situation where you're making all these films, not knowing how the first one's going to do? Yes. 
It's contracts. You're I mean, signing all look these... what happened with an Independence Day resurgence. You're you're signing people to contracts as a protection for you in case it hits. The contract isn't. The contract is not so bad that if it fails and you still owe the money, you're a movie studio. You owe the money. Right. Whatever. The contracts lay slated so like if the movie's huge, your star or your secondary lead can't come back and you go, well, if you want me to do the sequel, it's going to be $40 million. Sorry, you're under contract for 10 because you signed a contract to do four films at $10 million a piece. Yeah. The first movie is a global sensation and everybody loves it and you're a rock star, but guess what? You're still making $10 million in the next film yeah. because you signed the contract. That's all that's for. But this is, no, it, it's, it shows to me the, the continued just complete ambivalence of anyone at a studio being smart. Yeah. Because what? why would you think this would be successful? You're really not paying attention. It's simply, well, the last one made a billion dollars. This has got to make, you know, three quarters of it, right? It was on FX the other day, and it was just, I'm like, look, right, watching some of it. I don't know why. It's on FX it's, because FX, FX has six films, yes. and they just show them over and over and over and over. And, and it was just again. like, this movie is not this great. Or no, TBS or TNT had it. Yeah. TNT stopped showing Lord of the Rings for five minutes to show Transformers? <laughs> okay, no, so. I had the Matrix on the other night, too. Uh, tell me about uh, DC Dark Matter. No. Because <laughs> I forgot the down. No? I don't know what DC Dark Matter is. It's the problem. I forgot the thing. I was going to say, because I hadn't heard about it. It's stuff. Stuff? That's going to do stuff. I didn't understand it either. We'll cut that part out. Okay, because you had to, um, we're at a w- one hour. So, okay, what about Marvel Legends? Or Marvel Le- Legends is the base. So, Marvel, it's Legacy. Marvel Legacy. So, Marvel Legacy is... There's a one-shot in the fall by Jason Aaron and Asad Ribic, and it comes directly out of what we were talking about two weeks ago with David Gabriel, and it's going to reestablish our kind of core Marvel heroes. Yes. Coming out of it, the news this week is that some of the core titles, more likely Avengers, Uncanny X-Men, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. are going to revert to legacy numbering. It's what we were talking How about. How they're going to figure that out is going to be fascinating, but that's what they decided to do. They've also announced... Logan will be Wolverine again. Okay. Which is odd, considering that X-Men... The, the second story in X-Men Prime number one has Jimmy from the Ultimate Universe. Okay. Who shows up, which we didn't know he was in our universe. And it seemed like they were setting him up to be the male Wolverine. And who knows where we're going to go in a couple months when Logan comes back. This uh, is interesting. because I mean, this is like right off of what we were talking about. This is exactly ago. what it was. And, and the, the feeling is, is, as much as they had already revealed yeah and as much as they're ready for it is gabriel's comments came to icv2 because they had already been talking about this in-house yeah this is exactly what dc did with rebirth except marvel seems to be going to a trend of not doing number ones they'll have to do them in the fall if they're going to do this but much like action and detective their number one for uncanny x-men is going to be like 630 right their number one for Avengers is going to be 800 or whatever. Um, the fascinating behind-the-scenes story for me is how they're going to count titles. Spider-Man will be up to almost 900, won't it? No, Avengers would be Avengers would be longer because Amazing Fantasy kept its numbering for a while. Right, which and then over, Spider-Man over number 600, one. And Cap was over Spy, 600. Spy, Spidey was over 600. Avengers was over 600. Yeah. Um, Cap was over 600. Over, Uncanny X-Men is over 600. Yeah. They did an Uncanny X-Men 600 to end Bendis's run. Right. Um, whether that's a true number or they just kind of threw that number in there to show that that was the end of Bendis's run. But it's got to be close because it was 530, 540 yeah, when Kieran like Gillen was done. 
And you can do 60 issues in five years, and it's been five years since Marvel Now. Right. Marvel Now was 2012. God, it feels... Not that long ago. Well, it, Marvel Now feels a long time ago to me because there's so many events. But then you also have Marvel Now, Marvel Now Now. Marvel. Right. The, the first Marvel Now, and it's funny because it came up because there was a gentleman who's been trying to read Iron Man in order. And he got he's getting to the end of the Fraction run. And my boss and I were arguing over what was next. And I said, there's no series after 529. Right. It's, Mar- it's Marvel Now. And he said, like, it can't be. We looked up the release date for 529. I said, yeah, it's... July of 2012. That fall wow. was it. And he's like, but it's Fraction. I said, no, it's Kieran Gillen and Greg Land. It's the only Kieran Gillen thing I read that I didn't like. Because it was Kieran Gillen did it, and yeah. it ended up being the secret origin of Tony Stark later. But that's where the next thing is. And that's what makes me think. It's been, it'll be five years this fall. Um, We saw five years for New 52 before it became Rebirth. In right. Way, four and a half, really. Yeah. So... It's got to be something that this was already the, the the conversation within Marvel, and as David Gabriel was talking to ICV two, which is an in house retailer publication, that was important that we really didn't talk about before. The reason that's so inside baseball is it's a magazine for basically shop owners. Yeah. So it's these guys talking about these different trends and 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 stuff for publishers and and um, creators and stuff like that. This has probably been in the works since last fall when they saw their titles since take such a dump. Yeah, and so he was talking about the culture that's now inside Marvel that's already started, and now we're seeing after C two E two they made a ton of announcements of this type of stuff. Yeah, and they're going to go back to Comic Con. I think Comic Con they'll start showing titles, yeah. creators, that type of stuff because the the generations book comes out in August, um, and it's it's going to be not necessarily an event, but much like Dark Reign or. Um, Heroes Return, it's an overview for the type of stories that they're going to tell. Right. Which is this legacy type story of coming back, of Steve probably not being a Nazi. Odin will get, or Thor will get his hammer back. Yeah. Odin Tony, Stark, will get his, will Tony be, Stark will be Iron Man again. Uh, Banner will be Hawk. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And all the legacy characters we talk about. We also forgot to talk about Amadeus Cho being the Hulk. Right. It was totally, totally awesome Hulk. Amadeus Cho was a great character on his own, but then becoming the Hulk was just like... It, it Falcon's sort of the same thing. And, and if you were going to go down that road I, road, I agreed with giving Sam the shield because that was the logical character. Sure. But you're still getting to a point where you remove the Falcon from your story. So you don't have that other character that you really liked. Right. Especially if Steve was still alive. That was the thing that... What took all the bite out of that story was the fact that Steve was still alive. Yeah. He was the super captain well, it wasn't soldier. Like, it wasn't like Commander Bucky Shield. was. Yeah, Bucky was the only Captain America. Right. So, so that's what we'll see in the fall. We'll see the reversion of numbers. And it'll be interesting to see how people react to it. Yeah. Because Action Comics and Detective, it doesn't matter. People aren't picking up 948 going, oh, God, i got to read 947 issues of Detective Comics. Well, see, I, I mean, because I've gotten so far behind with Detective, I've almost thought of... of putting it down but then i'm like well you no shoot I, it what are you no i mean you know not picking uh, just i'm sorry detective. Up, just picking it up in <laughs> trade but because the numbering is still there and i've been I, you know i've been with it for so long now it's like well no i want i, I i'm going to at least finish it up to a thousand mm. you know you got mean, a while to go i know <laughs> it just did 950 so you have 50 issues it's a yeah, another couple three, of years four yeah. years i mean if you stopped now it's not a big deal and you can pick it up at a thousand 
Sure, but I mean, what if what if issue a thousand is a thousand pages? pages. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we've been reading comics together for just a thousand words. It's a thousand words. A thousand Snyder's gonna write it. It's gonna be a thousand words and a thousand pages and a thousand images. That would be a big book. Well, the first one's gonna get to it. Is action though? Yeah, action will be at a thousand before. A thousand words isn't a lot, but on a thousand pages. Oh. <laughs> One word a page. That's with a with a man with a with a fight thousand, with I, a I crime a story. with it's a thousand panels. Night. If, if it's a thousand page panels, if it's a thousand, if it's a thousand words, it could be on one page if if Joe Benitez writes it. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> you open the center. Count that. I got to find that issue again. Count how many words are in that. That was what uh, Lady Maconica three. I think something like that. Oh Lord, that was. You open to that center section, and it's just like there's no art in this. Words bubbles. bubbles. It was like, uh, and it's the same words like over. Yeah. Oh, it was so but, terrible. But it's, it's like uh, what. Stan Lee said at that at the Cup of Joe about how um, he said his wife looked at it uh, or no it wasn't his wife it was he would look at uh, oh fuck I forgot what's his name now um, or, or his editor would look at it and say there's too many word bubbles and he he put down notes at the bottom of it that there were too many word bubbles on the page or something I forget the story now it was a good story but it's been a couple weeks ago it's a week ago was it a week ago God it feels forever ago fine fine um, okay so Ethan. The writer strike or potential writer strike may uh, uh, cause Walking Dead season eight. To Hell no, be we delayed. want Walking Dead go. A yeah. lot of good shows, not yeah. just the well, no, well, no, that's the only thing Ethan, he cares about. The only pe- the only writers that are going to strike are the Walking Dead the writers. Walking Dead <laughs> They're the only ones because like it's writing that sells this show, not the way that we just torture people over and over again. <laughs> but yeah, but that show's already been written. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Yeah, it's already been written in comic book form, so all they oh, need to well. do is just pull it over. Yeah, because it's exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're, they're talking about the if they can't reach the deal, I guess the deadline for the deal is May 2nd. Yes, it is. If they can't reach the deal by then, the writers are going to go on strike. And uh, Scott Gimple, the producer on The Walking Dead, said that's around the time that they start walk- writing the new season. They start walking? They that's start walking. <laughs> that's when they start walking. No, that's when they start writing the new season. So what you're saying so, is that the writers... Are walking out on the Walking Dead, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. but yeah, it's basically one of their you know quote unquote biggest seasons is going to be delayed now. Get some scabs. Yeah. <sighs> Do you guys is it, is it the biggest season because every episode is going to be three and a half hours long? That's because or? it's the it's the, the all war, war all out yeah, war. Yeah. Big, so every episode is going to be four and a half hours. Yeah. Long. <laughs> what if they just did twenty four hours? Of just Walking have a, Dead. Just have a day, and it's one episode. is twenty four hours long. God, that would be so grilling. But you know, you guys would watch it. Like this is exciting television. This is really good. I think the long- oh, that episode where they stood and they talked to each other the whole time. The longest, and they really didn't say anything. The that longest was so good. I've ever watched an episodic show in one day, I think, has to be Breaking Bad when I was trying to catch up before the series oh, finale. God, such a dark. Time. So would you watch? How many episodes? A whole season in one day. Oh. 14 or 15 episodes. I, I, watch 14, I know I watched 14 or 15 episodes in one day. It's uh, Yeah, I think I did that once with Breaking Bad, uh, too. And by, I, I went know, through a season. I, don't, I, I, I know don't by the end of that night, all. a car would go by or a door would slam, and I was like a, a, a drug addict. Like, I was meth. jumping in. I was, you know, give me some Jim, meth. Jim, hide my, hide my shit, hide my shit. 
was just like, I was so paranoid by the end of the night. The longest I did was Stranger Things. Well, here, yeah. when we did yeah. eight. But I've done seven episodes of Game of Thrones yeah. on one day. So It's probably like ten hours. Some of those are a little longer, right? No, they're an no, hour long. Right. Yeah. Um, well, do you guys remember... The, do you remember the last writer's strike and how long that went on? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember Conan O'Brien grew a really big beard. <laughs> yeah. That's when we also got... Yep. Yeah, that's when we also got Transformers uh, two. two. <sighs> there were no writers on the set. <laughs> Michael Bay's like, I got this. No, it's a, it's Blow a, up stuff, and then we're going to put the, the hot chick out. It, it's a dark time when you get things like that. I mean, the, the SAG strikes, the one that was just happening with the... With the um, voice actors. With the voice actors and the video game industry and things like that. Was bad, but not as bad as the right last writer strike. Yeah, because it's not that not that hard to write a video game. <laughs> but that that la- that last writer strike, I mean, it was so grilling. This is, and the SAG strike before that one was even was just as bad too. As I remember, but here's the thing: why is it grueling? What what do you care? Well, okay, that one wasn't because as here's bad. here's the here's the thing. I know it sucks. Oh, no, we're not going to get Walking Dead for the six months it's going to take them to figure out how to divvy up a couple of billion dollars. Right. There's this thing called history, and there's a whole bunch of really cool <laughs> shit in it that nobody's seen before. Sure. If the if the writer strike was, guess what? Hulu and Netflix and and something else, all, all your streaming services are shut down. Yeah. And you can't now go back and go, you know what? There's nothing new. I'm going to go watch Breaking Bad, or I'm going to go watch Stranger Things. Or you I'm might watch, watch Firefly at that time. No, we're not going to go that far. <laughs> I'll watch it and go, did the writers go on strike with this, too? Oh. <sighs> but it's... <sighs> for those people's lives, it makes a lot... It's entertainment, though. Yeah. We'll be okay. As consumers. It's, yeah. okay. it's all right. Well, I know that... Well, the maybe, first... maybe the skip year for Star Wars yeah. will be... <laughs> episode nine because they're not writing it or whatever right it, and, and it's gonna get solved it will be fine the fact that everyone's like oh, i gotta wait an extra month for for walking dead oh my god yeah that's it's okay you're right. gonna get it you can go back and watch Why the not, rest the, of the it sag go back strike... and watch the first season of walking dead and go wow andrew lincoln does not look like andrew lincoln anymore. Right. <laughs> i know right now the sag strike in 2002 or somewhere around there I know that that was really bad, especially for me, because that's when I was going out on a ton of auditions and things like that, and I was non-union at the time, and they were. It got to the point where SAG was offering non-union actors, "We will give you your SAG card if you stand out on the picket lines with us." Yeah, because that's the way you want to earn it. I know, I know, and that's the thing. All this type of stuff is same thing. Last right again, I'm not one side of it. I don't care. The thing with entertainment, this is a sports thing too. When you have someone who makes $25 million a year. Sure. Fighting with an owner who makes $25 billion a year. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I understand why you're fighting. I understand it's respect. Whatever. Go do it on your own time. Go over here. It's the same thing with DirecTV when they get in right. fights with AMC or whatever. I don't need AMC putting you know the flash subliminal message on Walking Dead going, call your DirecTV subscriber now and tell them that if you lose AMC, you're going to riot and switch to Dish. What? Right. Oh, Dish sucks balls? Never mind. Leave it in your own shit. Don't talk about it. I'm just sick of this shit. Like, I don't need to know that the writers are going to strike. That's fantastic. But it's, it's the Fight same thing. Fight for your thing. We will understand why it's not there, but I don't need to hear every day about the writers going, well, we're only making 
half a million dollars a year. But you but, know, this it really isn't fair that I wrote Star Wars and I make less than than the guy who plays Finn. But on the other side of that, as, as a writer, and if you write a book, a, a novel, right, and you go to a publisher, a bigger publisher in house to get it published, and the, or even smaller publishing houses, they look at the writer and they go, "You get." 10% of the, the profits from this. Yeah, we get 90%. Yeah. Because it's your work that you created. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We now get control of that. And we get the majority of the money. Not always. Depends on your contract. It depends on who you are. If you're established. It depends on what your book is. It depends on your contract. There's a lot of different things. Again, it's not like people are pulling the wool over the eyes of these writers. Going, if you write a Star Wars movie, you don't get to own it. Right. You know what? If, you, if you're, you're not comfortable with that, don't write a Star Wars movie. Well, right. You're writing a John Knoll yes. knew when he wrote the story for Rogue One, he probably didn't even get a raise. Right. Because he works for Lucasfilm. Right. It's like, thanks, John. You, wait, you wrote this on your own time, right? You didn't use company time to do this instead of figuring right. out how to make the you, you TIE Fighters. You weren't using the company computer. You weren't using... A... It's the... No... Just like the arguments against the creators in terms of comic books for so long is... They knew what these contracts were. Yeah. This this is the business. This is it. It took guys this like people from Ima- yeah people mm-hmm. from Image, McFarlane and Lee and Sylvester and Liefeld to leave. Going, we don't accept the terms of these contracts right. anymore, and we don't need to work for you anymore. We'll go establish ourselves somewhere else. Yeah. And they did it. Some people can. Some people can't. If you're a writer and you're working for a TV series. The TV series is going to own you. You're not creating any of those characters. Mm-hmm. Right. You're creating them within the environment of Chicago <laughs> Med, Chicago Law, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago Blacklist, <laughs> Chicago This Is Us, everything on the NBC lineup. Chicago starring Jilly, Jimmy Fallon. Chicago All of that type of thing. Yeah. But Greg, <coughs> excuse me. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is more for now we're talking about the streaming services, right? That's what it was four years ago. This, the last writing strike was the same thing. No, the last writing strike... Um, last writer strike, part of it was about digital. Because yeah, Tina Fey would not shut up about That's the fact true. that she that, wanted... That is... Because NBC was using television series that she produced, she created, she has some control over in 30 Rock, and they were putting it on Hulu, and the Hulu... And she wasn't getting di- resistance. Because yes. in the original contract that she signed with NBC, Hulu didn't exist. Right. And when they put it on Hulu, they, we're allowed to put it. The contract says we can put it. We can sell, we sell it for syndication, not you. We decide where it goes on the air on NBC or any of the NBC affiliated networks. Right. If we decide to put it on USA or whatever, <laughs> so Hulu, we own part of Hulu. We can put it on Hulu, and it's under the same exact terms as it would be if it was USA. And according to the contract. We could put it on USA, and you don't have any say for it, and you don't get any money for it. So then they all went on strike saying, if we're doing this, our contracts need to start including streaming services. And that's what they fought for whatever number of years ago. Yeah. That's probably what they're fighting for again. Oh, that, and that was more... the. Uh... That was that one also included more uh, with DVDs and things like that. With it that was digital. everything. Because you still, streaming services, that last writer's strike, I mean, we're talking, what, Transformers 2 was, what, 2000, well, Arabella But it was this type of stuff. It was stuff that it was, was like going eight on or YouTube. Nine. It yeah. was stuff like that where you had, NBC had its own YouTube channel and it's putting right. promos on the YouTube channel. It's putting scenes from Saturday Night Live. If you wrote a sketch for Saturday Night Live and they put it on YouTube instead of their own app, 
You didn't get paid for it, even Do though it's been Do you think we're reviewed. still we're at the point now where the multi-month strike for something like this is over? Will we won't oh, see no, something like be, that. This will be way more. You than think two so? Months. Oh yeah, because as a as a production company, as this is again what sports stars don't understand. Hockey strikes, okay? When the hockey, you know, locked out and all stuff. Yeah. Players need to get paid. Sure. In order to get paid, they have to play hockey. Right. Tony Pagula, who owns the Buffalo Sabres, is worth $90 billion because he owns oil fields all across the world. Yeah. The Buffalo Sabres, if they don't play, I got a couple months, I don't have to write a check. Right. To anybody in this organization. You just saved me $125 million a month. Yeah. Because I don't have to write checks to any of my players, any of my staff, any of whatever. I could not care less in financially whether the Buffalo Sabres exist or not. I don't make my money off of that. Robert Kraft doesn't make money off of the Patriots to a point where that affects his financial empire. Paramount and MGM and Disney and all of them, they got tons of stuff in the pipe. Yeah. They They don't care. And, but, and the, and see the bad thing with this type of something strike, will get done because eventually they'll need new product and you're going to start the writers are going to start with their negotiating tactic of we want complete control of everything and you owe us 99 cents of every dollar right and the studios are going to go we don't owe you anything you work for us you're slaves and then they'll find somewhere some common ground the writers will have to give up more because simply if you want to work in this type of field this is what you have to take yeah. You can try and do your own things, but it, as we're seeing with, as you said, why are there so many franchises? Because original content isn't what they're interested in. Yes. You're not going to make, but if you go out and you write a movie about a bunch of cars that drive around with a diverse cast and the first multi-ethnic person to ever be a star, according to Vin Diesel, <laughs> eye roll, um, they're just going to oh, you're ripping off Fast and the Furious, and that's never going to take off. Right. We've seen the imposters for these types of things never really take off anymore. Right. It has and, to and, be. And this type of strike, more. this type of strike, you don't get. Yeah. Sa- you, you don't get you don't get scabs and things like that because if you're a scab writer or an actor or a producer or something, you get blacklisted once this thing's over with, and you will never work again. I don't think that's as true as it used to oh, be. Oh well, maybe not as true. That's as what I'm saying. It used to be because the thing now is. There is so much demand for new content. There's too many people. But I, it, but when, when, when we had, SAG when we had, had the grocery strike, I know people that that got blacklisted that still have not worked. I'd, I'd say it's not as prevalent as you think because you know people directly with it. I guarantee you. When we had the grocery strike here ten years ago or whatever, yeah, when the grocery stores in Southern California went on strike and people went in and people, it was it was dangerous. I had to walk. My mother's best friend, I went to the store with her because there were people outside of Albertsons that were harassing a 60-year-old woman for going in and buying stuff. And I'm saying, like, she's buying groceries. Yeah. Whether you're out here or not, she needs to eat. Yeah. Sorry, we're well, I mean, going inside. I grew inside. up in West Virginia. There and there was a bunch strikes. of people that worked inside there, and it's the same thing. At the end of it, those people all got fired. Yeah. But it was also, you can't hold that much of a grudge because if you really look at it... You would do the same thing. You'd do the same thing. Yeah. They needed to work. Like no, I, I mean, out, I growing up in West Virginia, there were with coal strikes and stuff like that. I mean, people were being abused and beat down if they were a scab going in. Mm. Yeah, but that granted, kind of stuff granted, doesn't granted, last yeah, as much. Yeah, I mean, it's but that you, was you don't need coal. So yeah, but. <laughs> you know, it's it that was seventies and eighties and stuff like that. Uh, so you need I coal. Coal is the greatest fuel. Coal is the greatest thing. We, when a strike's going on, say a movie's already been done, but they need to do rewrites or reshoots. 
do the actors or writers say, well, we can't do any of that crap? Yes, because yes. that's what happened in Transformers 2. Okay. There was no rewriter on site. Okay. Which, and with which that, Transformers even, 2, even if because it's a, of the, the shooting Isn't it also, if there's a non-writer, they can't actually rewrite the script? Correct. I'm surprised they don't build that into contracts saying if a strike comes up, you can't. You might, but if then I, I imagine you wouldn't have anybody else sign that, stru- that yeah. contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can improv stuff on the fly, but you can't like sit down and rewrite the yeah. official script. Because because the the um, Transformers two script mm-hmm. was basically a treatment that you know it wasn't even it, it wasn't even a full thought out so idea. Okay, so it was ba- this, it, it's basically a, a so first draft. Your lines right here. No, no, right? no, no. Basically, it was a first draft because usually what happens with the draft is they'll they'll take it yeah. in. They'll go to the studio to the director and they'll go, okay, this is good. Let's you know we need to make no, these changes. No, they were drafts. Yes, they yeah. went with an early draft. The same thing as Lethal Weapon Four. Right. Lethal Weapon Four shot without a third act. Yeah. yeah. And so they basically wrote the act as they were going and then edited it. Transformers Two is the same thing. They used the editing, tried to make sense of that story, and that's why it's a colossal mess. I don't know the excuse for Transformers Four. <laughs> the script was just uh, I wiped my ass with this. Go, uh, Michael. Yeah. So this, this is script all is just shit. From... It just has shit on it. Yeah. Just go for it. All right. All right. The Transformers coming and line. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Speaking Cut. of Transformers, we got our first look at Hot Rod as a live action vehicle. Or uh, Transformer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. <laughs> Way to bring the show down. <laughs> so make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Are we show. going on strike? Like in in solidarity? No, because we don't have any writers for the show. I got a notepad here. <laughs> and we're on Instagram as Nerdables. I wrote the rundown for one of those shows like a month ago in 10 minutes. That was awesome. <laughs> so for the Chris. quality shows. Mikey. Ethan. I'm Rich saying we'll Why talk to you next yell week. Yell out Ethan's name. Because I was excited for Rich, Ethan. Mikey. Ethan! Oh my god! It's oh my just god. my it's the rock star in me that's yeah. got to yell it out. Why are you drinking Rockstar? That's Rich's thing. That's my thing. I just.